The thing yeah. about franchises, I mean, they can be a good thing for certain they can businesses. Be. But the first thing is that it's got to be something really well known because the whole point of the franchise is that you're borrowing all the marketing they've done for all the years. Right. From Jason and mine's perspective, at least from a marketing perspective, we'd be really slanted on their benefit from a marketing angle. Right. If that's right. if that was the only reason, and that was the only reason he had. Yeah. For trying to go over. Yeah. To I mean, if you get a if you get a McDonald's franchise, you say I'm going to open a McDonald's. I like McDonald's. I'm going to open it's one. That's a big difference. That's yeah. a big difference because if you put a McDonald's on a street corner with enough traffic and there's not a lot of other fast food around, you're going to get business because everybody knows what McDonald's is. But if you're an HVAC guy, I mean, how many people know the big name in HVAC repair in their area? Not not, not the not family a, of the guy that does it. That's there's just, just not a lot it. of um, there's not a lot of direct businesses that show up. Hey guys, it's Nolan and Jason here, uh, HVAC Webmasters. Howdy. We're going to talk about a true client story today. It's titled, I failed online, so I'm joining a franchise. <laughs> that, sounds, <laughs> that, that sounds like my girl married another man, so I'm joining the Foreign Legion or something like that. It's like... I don't know if that's a good one or not. If you know, I don't. I'm up for these titles to change. I don't even. But it, this is a true client story. I don't think these true client stories have specific titles, but this is uh, kind of the category of it. And, and it's an interesting little dive into somebody. This guy's actually had a website going for um, five years. Wow. Five years. Now here's the good news, Jason. <laughs> Detecting the sarcasm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He only pays $99 a month. Well, hot damn. I tell you what. Did that he, means you have paid $3,000. Five times $1,200. You're right. I, neither What's of us wrong? can do math today. We've done no. three of these in a row. I'm sorry. And our math is wrong on all of them. What was wrong with my math? Did no, I did earlier. Did I have math issues? That was yeah, you, you, that was you again. in the last one. All no, right. that was me in the one before. Oh, that. okay, okay. See? <laughs> we don't even remember. Um, he so, ate too much beef today. What's we had? We had I had a, a beef rib. A beef. A rib. beef rib. Like it was this, like that. It was, it was large. The biggest thing I've ever seen. I, I laughed and started talking about I the Flintstones. I think I have blood flow. Window. I mean, I think I have clogs or something. <laughs> Is that cholesterol that, just jumped seven hundred <laughs> points? Anyway, um, the but this guy. I, I feel bad. That, that's $6,000 the person paid for nothing. Yeah. So, which, which, well, it, you know, that's sad. I, I'll say this. He didn't pay it for nothing. If you had a website up for 99 bucks, from that standpoint, it's kind of okay because you didn't pay much. Right. But after it got a little bit going, you were supposed to try again and go forward again. Yeah. At some point, and you're supposed to realize in the five-year period that nothing was happening and maybe you needed to try more or something else. Yeah, so it was, but I felt I felt for him. I felt bad for him because yeah. he was, he's like, well, I'm going to get this another business going and I'm going to join this franchise with this other guy. And I'm like, but, and, and I'm like, look, a franchise can be great for a lot of people because it provides business structure and marketing, but I'm a marketing guy, so I kind of know they're not doing anything on marketing, right? Because who the heck really knows these secondary level franchises in a market anyway. Right. What client really knows who they are, you know? And he wasn't joining one of the main ones, right? And I said, look, I'm not going to offer you legal advice here. 
but I am going to give my two cents on it because I'm a guy that's a business owner and I own a marketing firm. So why would you be going with this company? Because he said, well, I want to get this going and then later we can transfer it to the franchise. I said, look, once you go with the franchise, I'm out the door and not in a good way like they're taking you under their wing in a really bad, insidious corporate way, like they're giving you a crappy template and controlling your butt on every move. Yeah, because once you're in a franchise, they won't let you use someone like us. They've got a preferred provider. Well, and by preferred, a, they mean mandatory. And it's dupe, <laughs> junk stuff, and they just they want to control everything. And I said, right. so let's say they take 8%, and <clears throat> that sounds fine to you right now. And I did some math with him. I said, okay, let, let's assume that you had kind of a rough year and you had, and I just think this is interesting a little bit, and you're starting out, so you don't have a high profit margin, right? right. And let's just say you made $500,000 in gross receipts, but you only had um, $100,000 profit. Right. So you had $100,000 that you netted before your franchise fee, right? Well, I'm, I don't know my math again. It's about $8,000 times five, right? It's like, like 40 grand. And now that 40 grand comes out of the $100,000. Right. So I was like, okay, so you, you made $60,000. And I said, actually, if you only had $50,000 here, you would have gone in the hole $10,000 because they're going to take their 8% off the top. Right. Off right. of gross. Right. And I said, look, you may need it and it may work great and you might make a quarter million dollars or something. But I said, why are you trying to get a franchise? Yeah, what is the franchise providing you? Yeah, what, what, what started this? And, and I said, look, I'm kind of poking at you, not to pick on you, but to help open your eyes about some stuff. It's like, when we went over all the stuff that we normally go over, and I'm not going to go over that in this one, but I went over what we do for somebody. I said, I'm going to guess that you're thinking about the franchise because you don't have leads. Because I'm guessing you know how to do HVAC repair. And right, and I said, do you need someone to show you how to work on, sorry guys, do you need someone to show you how to work on air conditioning systems or heater, heaters or furnaces? And he said, no. And I said, you know, can you deposit your checks and you know, pay your taxes? And he said, yeah. I was like, okay, so, so is it for leads? He said, yeah, I need, I need leads. There are better ways to get leads. I was like, okay, <laughs> so if that's the, because I could, I could understand too, it's like I've only been going a year, I worked this other place. I'm, I'm in my 20s. You know, this guy was been doing it for a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I could tell. And so, if, if in fact, if it had been someone much younger and I sensed a lot of lack of business experience, I might not even have said anything to him. Right. Um, but at the point that he's talking about joining a franchise, I was like, well, you know, we're not, we don't need to start a six-month relationship with you. I said, so, he almost wanted to start, their, uh, start up with us to get some business so they had money to start the franchise. I'm like, so, so we're going to get in business and you're going to spend all that money and that's then be exactly locked into what the, the conversation house. is. That's insane. Yeah, so this is a true client story. And this was, and I felt bad for him because I'm like, look, this is all kind of ass backwards here. <laughs> what is going on? You know? What you should be doing is calling us because you want to start a side thing to get away from the franchise. Well, that <laughs> happens. That yeah. happens. And we, yeah, we have actually uh, done that. That happens quite a bit. Um, so anyway, so we're talking to him. 
and we're going through it and I'm explaining all this stuff to him and he's paid this $99 a month and I said, look, the good news is that you didn't pay more than $99 a month for this horrible website that you have. Um, and the good news is too, that you have a website and some infrastructure up. The bad news is, is that you continue to pay the $99. I said the company that charged the $99 was pretty smart about it because they knew they know that people are going to pay that. They know right. you will barely notice that $99 coming out every month Correct. and they don't have to do anything. And I'm like, guess getting. how much work can get done for 99 bucks? Right. And, and he didn't say that. I said, look, I'll answer the question. I said, it, it is zero. How many air conditioners can you repair for $99? Yeah, it is absolutely zero work for $99. They can't afford to do anything else. You cannot have a room full of skilled people like here at HVAC Webmasters with 30 people and pay tons of money out and do anything for 99 bucks besides host a website and talk to people when they call in. Right. That is the only thing that they've ever done for you and the only thing they could have done and the only thing you should have expected them to do. Um, but at some point in time, you should have worked on this brand a little bit more and uh, worked on getting it up and ranking. And, um, you know, and, and actually, I'm sorry, I forgot, we, we actually signed this guy up. Oh, well, that's good. We actually good. signed him up. Well, we saved him. I talked him off the ledge, at yeah. least for now. The thing yeah. about franchises, I mean, they can be a good thing for certain kinds they can of businesses. Be. But the first thing is that it's got to be something really well known because the whole point of the franchise is that you're borrowing all the marketing they've done for all the years. Right. From Jason and mine's perspective, at least from a marketing perspective, we'd be really slanted on their benefit from a marketing angle. Right. If that's right. if that was the only reason, and that was the only reason he had, yeah. for trying to go over. Yeah. To I mean, if you get a if you get a McDonald's franchise, you say I'm going to open a McDonald's. I like McDonald's. I'm going to open that's one. That's a big difference. That's yeah. a big difference because if you put a McDonald's on a street corner with enough traffic and there's not a lot of other fast food around, you're going to get business because everybody knows what McDonald's is. But if you're an HVAC guy, I mean, how many people know the big name in HVAC repair in their area? Not not the family of the guy that does it. There's just just not a lot of um, there's not a lot of direct businesses that show up. Right, right, exactly. And frankly, the bigger the franchise, the more they're going to take of the height of the person. It's going to get more and more expensive, and and they're going to probably nickel and dime them on even their lead fees will cost them money. Right, right. So So the the benefit you're getting from that is minor at best. On his case, it was. Yeah. On his case, it was. And I guess part of the other story here about why I wanted to talk about this guy is that if you don't market well online, this is your fate. You know, this is what's going to happen. This is, you're sitting there scrambling, thinking of other things. His brain would have never even thought of this had he focused back on his business and gotten his affairs in order and, and had done this thing called Google Local or GMB now. There's this allowed platform where there's, three people in mapping and your organic and your reviews. And by the way, guys, I hear people say, well, you know, that only the lead ones show up. I said, yeah, the lead ones speckle in with local uh, HVAC companies in organic, but they don't even allow them to show up in the map section. Right, and Google prefers the local result. When you see them put that lead source, that lead site up there, that's because they don't have enough local guys doing a good web effort to be worthy of showing that. Yeah. They don't know they don't know those local guys exist if you don't tell them. And you tell them with your Google My Business and your website. That's how you do it. 
Yeah, I mean, there's just this huge vehicle available to you, and he wasn't taking advantage <clears> of it. And, and it literally, at some point in time, the brain gets corrupted by lack of business. What else can I start to do? Right. How can I lower my standards and do something different? Like right. Start to fantasize about this other scenario. Oh, I could do this, dreaming about it. And when, I mean, it, oh, it, this guy was very, very tenured HVAC guy. Yeah. He knew yeah. exactly what was going on. Um, so, yeah, let me see. Uh, I had a, um, that was one I had. I may throw something else in. Now nah, I'll talk about that one later. I don't want to talk about that right now. But anyway, so yeah, I don't, I'm not dogging it on everything. This guy, yeah. And yeah. most of the time when people call and I... I, I mean, he, he had had a brief, I like this one because he had had, he, his, he, his thoughts were going off in a bad direction, but he listened to reason. Yeah. He really, at the end of the day, didn't want to do the franchise, nor yeah. did I think he had the money at the time to do it. Right, right. So... Uh, and, if, and if he signs up with us and we do what we know we can do for him, he at the won't end of six ever, months, he's going to look at his leads and his money. He's like, I don't need the franchise. I'm not giving this 50 yeah. grand to these people. Yeah, you know? no, screw that. I'm 25,000. I'm staying with HVAC Webmaster. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So, so anyway, it's a true client story. A guy that had this cheap site sitting there for years. There's a lot of like messages in here for me. Never worked on it. Didn't spend much, but didn't get much. And was barking up the wrong tree for leads, in my opinion. Right. In fact, that national <coughs> company was nowhere to be found in his market. Really? You know what the franchisor told him? They said, we don't have anybody in your market. And, and, and I'm like, okay. I said, who is it? And I, and I looked it up and I said, well, they don't show up in your market. And I'm like, so what are they going to do? He said, oh, well, they do all kinds of marketing. I said, well, what? I know all kinds of marketing. Let's, what do they do? Let's define it. And so we went through all of it. <laughs> I was like, so you're going to pay for this or pay for that or pay for clicks? And they didn't show up organically. They, they had no organic presence. If they're sitting there and they got an organic presence, fine. There's something, at right, least. Right. But they're going to charge you for those leads, too, by the way, even off the corporate site, usually. Yeah. But, yeah, he's like, well, they don't have anybody in, in, in their market. And I was like, why does that make it valuable for you to join the franchise? He, you know, the, what, they were, what they were trying to sell him on is that he would have, You've he, had would exclusivity. Be, he would have the exclusive franchise yeah. in the area. But what's the benefit? Until they sell the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they will. Well, they may <laughs> well maybe. Some of, some of them don't do There's that, some but. famous cases of that. You yeah. Know. There's some sandwich shops that did that. But. But anyway, but yeah, there, so there, there's actually an ice cream franchise that did that, that uh, in the Fort Worth area where we are. Yeah, they all of them closed down, and there was actually a big court case because they had oversold their franchise wow. and, and oversold potential franchisees on the profit wow. margin and stuff. Wow! And they were they they got completely saturated, and then like dozens of them went out of business. To tell me later who it is. Yeah, but yeah, so I don't know, man. It, it's it's. You know why? <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? Exclusive of what? It's like a, they don't show up anywhere, at least from a digital market. What that, what that means is that nobody in your market knows who they are. Right. There's what's the benefit if you need leads and you're exclusive with them, but they don't show up organically, and they have to spend money on pay per click, which is going to come out of your pocket anyway. Right. What does that mean that you get the exclusive? Who cares? I just it's just to me this is different levels of people misunderstanding what it means to market 
how to get online and what's important to focus on. And if you guys have listened to enough of our other podcasts and videos and stuff, you'll know what, what we think in order of organic ranking, map placement reviews, paid pay-per-click, leads maybe from lead sources and social media uh, engagement that's paid, you know, paid social media engagement. Right. Those are the places that you can get it. And frankly, there's almost nothing else anyway besides repeat business. And yeah. Unless you do old school stuff, but... Door hangers, billboards. Yeah. Don't know what else. Not like you not knock doors for HVAC. I guess you could. Cold, <laughs> freezing outside. <laughs> Y'all cold in there? Yeah. <laughs> By any chance, is your AC broken? Yeah. I happen to be in the neighborhood. But yeah, I mean, there's stuff you can do, but most of it's going to be on a digital footprint. And you can count and quantify most of the stuff. Everybody, all you guys need to be serious about your local and at least get that branding up and so that you can have success. Actually, I read a th- I, I saw a interview with a Greg Giffords, you know who that oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. And he had told a story of a client he had. This was a great story. It was um, a plumber rather than an HVAC guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, really cool old school versus new school in terms of advertising. The guy was in a fairly small town that had one movie theater. And he had always bought the ads before the movie. Mm-hmm. They go up on slides. Yeah. And he saw a drop-off. Yeah. And you just say he, they used to do really well for him. He got a lot of results from it. And then there was this big drop-off. Yeah. But people were still going to the movie theater. So he well, hired what, somebody. When was this? Like recently? Like, yeah, yeah, fairly recently. Okay, okay. And like within the last couple of years. It wasn't and like so 1980s. He, he went back <laughs> and he decided to do uh, social media advertising. Mm-hmm. Centered on the movie theater from 6 to 9 on Friday and Saturday night, which mm-hmm. is when he used to run the ads on the screen because mm-hmm. people were sitting in the movie theater. They were still there, but they weren't looking at the screen. They were oh, the my films. goodness. Boom. Tons of business. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it's the people were in the same place, but their eyeballs weren't so in the geo, same place. So GeoDill or ZipCode yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, he, he just on the, he did the address of the theater. Did he, he still he do could, the screen as well? Uh, no, he stopped. He took the money out. He took the money he was spending wow. on that and put it on Facebook. Wow. And all of a sudden, got it again because nobody, nobody's eyeballs are on the screen. Who, who was brilliant enough to think of that? The owner, uh, himself? The owner himself was apparently wow. like sharp and thought of doing this. So that, I mean, that's not something I we just, get very, very often. I just often, picture this father from the 1950s like knocking on, you know, hey, what are you kids doing in there? Like. Um, we're on our phone, dude. You know, like, <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah. Hey, we're just looking at our phone. Yeah. What are, what are you kids? <laughs> we're on our phone, man. Who are you? <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that was just fascinating because he, he, mm-hmm. he realized people were still going to the movie theater. So he was harnessing the exact same audience at the exact same time. Yeah. But their eyeballs had shifted downward. In their hands. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. I don't even know what to say about that one. We can do paid, smart guy though. We do paid ads and yeah. uh, we do Facebook and Instagram management and funneling and all that. And I do like some of it. I still like Google for HVAC better because it's a direct response vehicle. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Or plumbing for that. <laughs> well, you could have that same trick. You could have done. This is different though. With you could have done with Google. Uh, like you could have, you could have centered it on the same place with the same radius, and had it attached to mobile games. Yeah, probably got a very similar result. So what I like about what actually cheaper you're talking about, and talking. I mean, we're off on a tangent here, but it's 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 interesting. 
I don't like the social media round of it before Google on on a large market, you know, because the difference in this, you've he, he prefaced it by saying it was a small town. Yeah, well, it was a small town with one movie theater. That's, right. how, that's not going to be new everybody. Yeah, so Friday let's say there's 30,000 people in this general vicinity. This guy that's there, that's a plumber, cannot possibly, can't hardly spend enough money to saturate the marketplace. Right. And so while you're in a larger town of 100,000 or a million or more, you really cannot do what this gentleman did. Right. You can't right. go hardcore organic reviews, blogging, all that, ad paid, ad lead stuff, and ad social media because it would break your back. Right. You'd be out $20,000 you know, to do it, $25,000. This guy for probably, I mean, almost nothing is dominating. So this guy in a small town is hitting organic. He's hitting paid. Mm-hmm. He's hitting social media outreach and paying for uh, ad distribution on that. And he's doing all of it for, I'm going to guess, let me add all this up real quick, as much as I could think on a town of 30000 He's going to do the whole town for $3,000 a month. Yeah, probably. Every the Facebook ad's probably, I mean, fairly cheap for something like that. Less than $1,000 oh, yeah. a month, yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. But, but, but guys, it's still <clears> expensive because <throat> he goes the whole town. But there's a big difference in this guy. He brands the entire marketplace. And i got to tell you something. You're probably not him. And what right. I mean by that, this is this guy in the small town realizes this stuff and takes advantage of it. Part of the point of this story is that you need to take advantage of marketing and get your head screwed on straight about where your money's coming from and how you're going to live out your dreams and hopes for your business and all that. And this the guy, point I was really making was the conversion from old school to new. Yeah, how a digital same format. Same audience, same location, but on here instead of on the big movie screen. I would... I, I just had a, a different thought on that. It yeah. was for me that was a wider thought of like, how was he able to do that? Yeah, because these guys in most markets couldn't afford it. Yeah, he he was He's he was in a smaller town, everybody very tied into his community. Right. So he knew where people were, and he knew it, and he branded to the whole stinking market all the time. Probably right. dominated that market. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and frankly, if the guy, if Greg, the guy that Jason was talking about, got privy to it. This guy somehow is connected with, I mean, he's in, he's up in marketing business for this to trickle down to this small industry. Right. Because right. we're a small group of people at the end of the day. I yeah, think, aren't yeah right? quite. Yeah, I mean, we SEO, all know each other. SEO's huge, but there's only so many people involved, and this guy got a hold of Greg somehow. He also was coming nosing around. There's those ones that, there's these um, group of business owner SEO groupies that show up to all the meetings. Do you remember me showing you the guy that with the Fidero, the Fidero hat that that shows up to all the yearly meetings we're going to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a group of business owners that shows up, and I'm guessing that he was one of those guys for Greg. Yeah, yeah it go- goes to the, the marketing industry stuff to learn what the marketers are doing so that he can just do it himself. He yeah. could have done, he might have paid for someone like HVAC Webmasters for the for the SEO part of it. But he certainly couldn't afford it, Greg. Well, no. And <laughs> but he might have spoken to Greg directly. Yeah, 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 yeah. At one of these meetings, because yeah. he's just milling around and going. Yeah. Anyway, interesting, interesting stuff, but kind of off, but but interesting. Enough. Yeah. I just thought it was an interesting anecdote. It is, and it filled up some good time, Jason. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, call us later, man. I, I'd like to hear from you. Pick up the phone call. You got any questions, call. Happy to answer anything. Look forward to helping you out someday. See ya. See ya.